You're listening to episode 190 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show when you shop at Amazon, Vegas.com, or Caesars Entertainment. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. Well, hey, buddy. How are you, good sir? It's been a while. We we enjoyed a, a nice uh, <laughs> ski trip from, away well, from everything, and, and then... And first there, was, first there was no Vegas news, then there was a ski trip. True, true. I, I'm trying to embrace this, this new... Eh, I'm not in the mood. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know because I think I even asked you. I'm like, do you have a review or something putting out? You're like, no. Well, I'm to, like, all right then. To be fair, uh, w- w- when I went on that little hiatus, the problem is, is that we didn't, we didn't. Normally around that time, I would have been stockpiling shit, so we would have had plenty of content, and and we haven't. And then I just decided to go. We're like, you know what? We're gonna wait for football season to end. And then right at the end of football season, we went on the ski trip. <laughs> Well, yeah, and it's funny for anybody that actually watches football. So the, the funny thing was, we had originally booked the ski trip to leave on Sunday. Yeah, right. What well, we didn't me. realize, dumb us, was that Sunday was Super Bowl Sunday. So we literally, thank God for Southwest, pushed our leave date and our whole vacation back a day so that we were home for the Super Bowl and not not right. traveling for it. Yeah. So yeah. that's how much we love the NFL. We're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, this entire ski trip is going to have to but, wait. But we've done that before. We, oh. We've traveled on Super Bowl Sunday, but it was because it was the Ravens and the Giants or somebody, or the Ravens and the Patriots. Or it was like two teams we didn't care about. Well, it's it's largely there's one team we that we both. fucking loathe. Yeah. Well, well, well I, I'll, I'll watch the Giants. I've rooted for the Giants. I mean, not since Eli's been there, but it's <laughs> and no, no, that's not true. That is not true at all. No, we've rooted for them. Yeah, we've Especially rooted. when they're so, playing so New the, the, Anyway, yeah. it was a Super Bowl that we didn't care about. This year, we actually were interested to see who well, was going to win. big time. Coin flip, we, we yeah. would have been happy. It, it, like, hearts would have... Heads were telling us Carolina was going to win. Hearts were with Denver, so, you know. All right, whichever. we're boring, Tony. We're boring, I know. Tony. Sorry, Tony. You checked out. <laughs> but we're back, and we're excited to be back. Well, I'm excited to have you guys back. Look, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. I, I don't know the transition. We're going to talk about people having sex on the high roller, and that inspired this week's Random Vegas. <laughs> I was going to drink them up something clever, and I'm like, just jump to it. <laughs> a single rotation of the high roller observation wheel takes 30 minutes. It rotates even as riders get on and off. <laughs> we got that from Vital Vegas and his obsession with, with the uh, high sex roller on observation the high roller. wheel. It's, it's a fun story. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> Yikes. All right, well, we're getting there. We're getting there. Let's not spoil it just yet. Uh, what about the twit pick of the week? 
History gets me hard. If that hasn't been made abundantly clear in the nearly five years we have existed as a show, throw in photographical documentation of Vegas history, specifically its evolution, and you're talking about the inspirational ingredients of a TwitPick monologue. In a world where even the French don't like the French, a dream came to the magic makers in Las Vegas, save people from having to tolerate the insufferable and bring the best of Paris to Vegas. Then, just to avoid confusion, they went with simplicity and named it Paris Las Vegas. That way, the large majority of idiots that come to Vegas and pay $500 for a $60 bottle of booze in hopes that the illusion of wealth might encourage someone to actually have sex with them didn't misunderstand that this was the actual Paris, France. Thank you, dream weavers at Paris, Vegas, for sharing the birth of your stupidity vigilance and French exposure prevention. No thoughts? No? No, it's a gorgeous picture. No, no, no. I mean, in, in, in the fact that it's it's a very clear capture of of that property in its in the in the midst of creation. Yeah, I mean, I guess part of it for me is I'm not a huge fan of uh, of Paris, so. Yeah, I imagine if you actually listened to the Twitbeck monologue, you would have enjoyed it more. But whatever. You're doing an important thing, which is communicating with the chat, and that is. I'm trying, important. but you've interrupted me, so. I apologize, chat. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, you know, I'll tell you, I um wasn't necessarily a big fan of. Paris initially and to a certain extent from the gaming aspect I'm not a big fan of it either but the way they built their hotel tower you've got at least in my opinion twice as much of an opportunity to be able to have a really kick-ass view of the strip as long as you get the any of the strip side rooms, because if you if you look at it, the, the hotel tower itself, kind of at, at a bird's eye view, it, it's kind of in the shape of a of a of a plus sign. So you've got a certain amount of rooms that directly face across the street to the strip, but you've also got that tower, that portion of the tower that comes out towards the strip that either right. looks north or south yeah, yeah. on the strip. We've had, my wife and I have had just some phenomenal views from the Paris Hotel. We almost do zero playing there. Typically, we go to ballets. Ballets to gamble. But, man, I'll tell you what, if you can get a comped room, particularly anything that that, that they, and by they, I mean, you know, just even the little boothling that's checking you in, considers to be a quote-unquote strip view, uh, you're going to love it. At least that's been my experience. I'll tell you what, the the one thing that super captures my attention about Paris is it's the only property that takes their exterior monument to draw your attention – and literally incorporates it into the goddamn casino floor. Part of the faux Eiffel Tower is jettisoned into the casino floor, and I I love it. No, that was super... On their behalf, that was really clever that they would actually work one of the legs, if I'm not mistaken, right? One of the legs of the tower into the the body of the casino. No, you're you're spot on. I I agree completely. I I love it. It's one of my absolute favorites on the Strip. It really is. Oh, yeah. As always, we will link to the photo on our blog and feature it on all of our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google+, and Twitter. Let's move into the news. We 
we've got some 360 Vegas Vacation 3 details to talk about here. We have all of them to talk about. It has not been easy keeping these plans a secret, but we are very proud to finally share all the plans for the third installment of 360 Vegas Vacation. As a reminder, 360 Vegas Vacation 3 is Sunday, May 15th through Tuesday, May 17th of this year. For the first time ever, we have a theme, and that theme is South Strip. However, before we get to that, as is tradition, the first day will feature Fremont Street. All right, so uh, let's talk about Sunday, May 15th, our first day. All right, we're kicking the whole thing off at 4 p.m. We're going to have a meet and greet at Tag Bar at Link. Show up whenever because we're going to be there until 6 o'clock. Because at 6 o'clock, that's when the limo picks us up at the Link Pork Ashore. Brought to you by Earth Limo, an official partner of 360 Vegas Vacation 3. We do have one request from you. They have limos that, that seat a lot of people. A lot of people. But many of you are very excited to come this year. So there's only so much room <laughs> in a limo. So first come, first serve. We need people to RSVP on the blog. Just go to 360VegasPodcast.com. We have a link that is 360 Vegas Vacation 3. Click on the RSVP. Let us know you're coming so we can secure you a spot on on the limo. It it does. It it seats a significant amount of people, but I'm I don't I don't I don't want to say surprised. I'm I'm thrilled at how each year we increase the amount of people who are really psyched. And and this year we size of the vehicle we need yeah this this year we hopscotched we 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 hopscotched i guess maybe that's not it i don't know we triple jumped (laughs) we triple jumped to uh limits that that almost reach capacity or do reach capacity but whatever you get my point rsvp it 7 p.m downtown dinner at pizza rock 8 30 we are stopping up well it's actually kind of a two for here 8 30 those of you interested in cigars and scotch with Vice Lounge Online will stop off at Binion's and Vado's, where we will be able to grab some choice cigars. Then we're going to meet up with everybody else because everybody else at 830 is going to head down to the beer garden at Plaza. And we will get to enjoy not only cigars, scotch, drinks, but we get to meet and chat with the CEO of Plaza, Jonathan Josel. That kicks off the festivities at the Plaza. And then following that... We will have group craps and slot races at the plaza starting at 10 p.m. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. It is. It's oh, that's going to be so much fun. Also, for the first time in 360 Vegas vacation history, we are encouraging you to spend the night downtown because we've got some plans for the following morning. We don't have uh, we've we've announced that three that plaza is a is an official sponsor however we're not you don't stay wherever the hell you want to we're, we're, we're not we're not hooked in that way but if you do decide to stay downtown at 11 a.m brunch at hash house a go-go at plaza yummy i knew you'd be fucking psyched about that i already had somebody make fun of me time. for it. <laughs> i already had somebody make fun of me for it and i'm like listen listen i was encouraged to let go of that and karen rewarded me for doing such a thing. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> really? Okay. Wow. Okay. After Seriously. after Hash House a Go Go brunch. What what he didn't say was I let him buy a new video game. That's how he got rewarded. <laughs> You're ruining oh it. <laughs> no, no, I kind of think I'm, I'm trying to. I'm trying to cater to the, you know, the, the haters. Right. <laughs> so you did read the review. I looked. Quick, I looked at him quickly, and I. It took me a minute because they. 
pissed me off. It's so great. Quick. They they hate all of us equally. It's so mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm so excited about That's it. True. That's true. That's so true. So excited. Yeah. Okay. Okay. More. 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 Twelve thirty. Flights of beer at Banger Brewery. I'm so excited to share this room. Drinking at 12.30, flights of beer. 12.30 is late for Vegas. I mean, come on. Well, I know, right? This, this is 12.30 just shortly after noon for the for the record. But, well, true, but that's, you know, 2.30 for you guys and 3.30 for us. So truth be told, I'll probably be drinking at lunch. Right. Lunch. As, as you should be, mimosas for everybody. All right. <laughs> okay. So after the fun winds down at... Fremont, because let's be honest, when we're done with drinks, there's a chance we're going to stumble into a casino and do some shit, but <laughs> basically, we realized there needs to be a, a gap here, so what we decided to do is we're going to give everyone plenty of time to relocate to the Strip for our next event, so things will pick up at Luxor, 5 p.m., dinner at Tacos and Tequila, 6.30 p.m., gambling at Luxor, slash Excalibur, slash Mandalay Bay, Yet another instance where 360 Biggest Vacation just kind of goes, we're going to do something. That's going to depend on what our mood is. But we plan to reel it back in so you can enjoy some fanciness at Tender at Luxor, <laughs> Cheese and Booze at 9 yummy. p.m. Yummy, yummy. That, is, that is surprisingly a really exciting thing for some people. They're like, oh, my God, that's going to be amazing. I'm like, Really, cheese and booze. I thought I thought I was a fancy. I would say breath, cheese and booze. I mean, normally it's it's you know, charcuterie, but they don't have meat at uh, at, at uh, well, which is weird because it's steakhouse. But when when right. they have this this whole little thing, it's part of their vegetarian thing, which doesn't which isn't fully make any sense because it's, it's cheese. Well, no, that's vegan. That's not vegetarian. That's vegan. Right. True. Good call. All right. But, whatever. But I just love how you call it. You know, cheese and booze, not cheese and wine, because you don't drink wine. That's right. <laughs> beer. Yeah. So. And, but I, I think you can pair beer, or you can enjoy beer while eating cheeses. Well, of course you can. But there it is. Uh, no, this is this is super. Okay. So it all Now, tell out. me about Tuesday, May 17th. Oh, exciting, Tony. Noon, lunch at Broadway Burger at New York, New York, which I now believe, now that um, uh, KGB is gone at Harris, is the best burger in Vegas. I can't wait to share it with Karen and the rest of you. 2 p.m., Ice cream, booze-infused ice cream at Boulevard Creamery at Monte Carlo. 3.30, drinks at Brand Lounge at Monte Carlo. 5 p.m., we're heading over to MGM. We're going to have drinks at Centrifuge. And also, event two of Vice Lounge Online, folks. More cigars ding, and ding, scotch. Ding, 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 ding. More cigars <laughs> and scotch. Can't wait. 6 p.m., dinner at Tap Sports Bar at MGM Grand as well. I mean, we're already there. I've been waiting to go there for a while. And at 8 p.m., despite not being a official participant, an official confirmed partner of 360 Vegas Vacation 3, I still want to share with you Tropicana. So we will have gaming at Tropicana. Are we, just, we just going to go crash? Yeah, they aren't expecting us. We're, awesome. just, we're, we're just taking the place over. Okay. So, so question. Um, will, for the folks that might be driving in from California or something, will they get free parking at the MGM properties if they have a 360 Vegas card? God damn it. <laughs> that is clever as shit. I have not issued 360 Vegas vacation cards, so yes, <laughs> if you have one, 
boom, free parking. <laughs> well, let, let's let's clarify a 360 Vegas vacation three card because any of the cards issued right. for one and two won't get. I mean, those are old and expired. Come on, let's no, go. Let's go. Old and expired and non-existent. Uh, well, yeah. So <laughs> if if you have a 360 vacation, ba- oh Jesus, 360 Vegas vacation three card, just go straight to the bottle at this point. <laughs> then, well, I still have half a glass in. Oh there. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, just make sure it's a 360 Vegas vacation three card official, which will be hard to get a hold of because there is aren't difficult. any. I mean, but although yeah, yes. to be honest, thank you for the thoughts. Because I will bring that up the next time we work with the MGM yeah. uh, properties to, to come up with a, with a concept when is like the, that. When does the pay parking go into effect? As soon as they open the fucking T-Mobile thing, which the is park, April. Which will be, yeah, before yeah. we get there. Yeah. That sucks. Drop a can of folks. Park a drop. There you go. There you yeah. Go. Spot on. All these details are available on the blog. We took the effort to attach links to the various menus, either food or drink, when we found those available for sharing. Those of you wishing to attend who haven't already informed us just need to do so via email or social media so we can properly accommodate everyone at these events. And like I said, once again, a reminder, we do need you to RSVP for the limo. We are getting to a point where we would need a bus. And I think the bus kind of takes some of the fanciness out of it. So we're going to stick to the limo concept, the super stretch. So please RSVP, first come, first serve. uh, And we will let you know if you did not make it in time. Wah, wah. Wah, wah. Then you have to, I'm pretty you have sure. to Uber. Listen, that's all I, it is. You, you just everybody oh, yes. wait. You must everybody do. wait, and you, then you carpool an Uber down to whatever. That's a great going. idea. I'm definitely going to reach out to MGM about that that concept about about the parking yeah. thing. See if they can't can get something like this. I do have to say, of all our 360 Vegas vacations, we have 100% participation. Well, I, oh no, shit, uh, Tropicana. Ironically, the property that was going to be the host property is the only one who hasn't really just gone like yes. What can we do for you? I didn't reach out to them with group gaming because one of the things I thought was fun, kind of inspired by Tropicana's fumble of, of, of us in Just going and finding tables two. and taking them over and annoying the crap out of everybody else. It was else. super, super fun. Us going, let's go to Excalibur. Fuck it. So that's what we decided to do with some of these. But going, you know what? I, I like the idea of, of at some point somebody accommodating us downtown plaza. And I like the idea of us going, let's go into a property in game. What are we going to do? I don't know. We'll play craps, we'll play blackjack. Maybe we'll take over a fucking uh, area and we'll, we'll play slot races. Who knows? Let's go to some properties and tear some shit up. I think that one of the most fun aspects of 360 Vegas Vacation 2 was taking over the, that particular craps table at the Excalibur. Uh, truly, looking back on it, that's one of the things that it's over and over about. and over... Um, Alistair and I talk about was just Beer how fountain. much fun we had while we were there. You know, you just hosing down the woman with beer that you were standing Legendary. next to. Legendary. <laughs> I just, I mean, nothing about that particular night was anything other than amazing. And then you coming up to me, you know, a couple hours later, be like, dude, dude, I, I got up to go to the bathroom. And I left all my money at the blackjack table, and I can't find my spot. I don't know what spot I'm supposed to be at. Oh, Jesus. And we walk, and we walk, and we walk. I mean, we we circled all of the different blackjack pits four or five times trying to find an open spot that just had chips in front of them. No, of and we not. couldn't find anything. And I was like, are you sure you don't have chips in your pocket? And you're like, well, I, I, got, I got some, but I'm sure those aren't dead. And I'm like, I don't know how to help you. I don't know how to help you. <laughs> 
That's my boy. Yes, yes. All of the idiocy that you expect in 360 <laughs> Vegas Vacation. While I don't plan it, I, I tend to deliver. Inadvertently. It, it's it's, thing, it, it it's due to the alcohol level. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's talk about a couple. Now, couple having sex on high roller. I don't. I, that's kind of a Bill Clinton. I did not have sex with that woman. Topic, to my oh, understanding. Go ahead. This fucking guy. This guy has claimed it and with, with, with gusto, sir. Uh-oh. The moment construction began on the high roller, people were thinking about having sex on it. But Vegas even shared 11 tips to getting away with having sex on the high roller. However, last week, a couple was arrested and charged with felonies for doing just that. And the idea has just become remarkably less appealing to this podcast. It all started after security at the high roller observed a couple smoking and undressing in the pod via internal pod security cameras. Not only did they discover the couple getting down, they also saw that the cabin directly next to them was enjoying and collecting for posterity via their (laughs) cell phone video cameras. Security then used the pod intercom to inform the couple to, quote, please put all cigarettes out and put all clothes back on to which they complied for a minute before deciding they would rather finish. <laughs> they were instructed a second time to stop, but the couple ignored the request. Once their ride came to an end, they were escorted off the pod and taken into police custody where they were charged with sex acts in public, which once again is a felony. That is shocking. I had no idea sex in, in public was a felony. Actually, I didn't either. I thought for sure like it was a, misdemeanor. a misdemeanor. Yeah, which which to me is always why I was like, let's let's get let's get brisket. Wait, so hold on. So, Tony, is um, public nudity a felony? Do you know? Tip, typically, well, I, I can speak to Michigan specifically. Okay. Uh, typically, no. Typically, it is a misdemeanor. However, um, the the grade of um, Publicity, let's just say, can potentially put you on the sex offender registry well, yeah, list. So if you're exposing yourself in front of children, that's oh, one thing. Shit, if you're doing it in front of, of others, that's something else. I get that. Right, right. So right. I guess I'm just thinking, okay, so public nudity in and of itself is usually a misdemeanor. My, right. Listen, here's my guess. My guess is this is so public that they went with the most extreme thing they could get away with. Well, to make a point. Yeah, to make well, a and point. And I'll bet you they get convicted of, of some sort of minor misdemeanor. Lesser. Of, yeah. Of course. Well, and like you said, it, in, the, in the random Vegas, it takes 30 minutes to go all the way around. So if they were doing this for 30 minutes with everybody in the cars around them, videotaping them and everything else, uh, might well explain why they got a uh, felony out of it. Right. Good, good on you, buddy. Surveillance video has not been made public yet, but it is said that it shows the lady laying on her back in the center of the pod while the gentleman acted like one and took care of his female friend's needs. It then shows the... Really? (laughs) All of a sudden, I like this guy a little bit better. Have you seen this picture? He's a monster douche. (laughs) Oh, well, yeah. No, I'm looking at the picture right now. But he looks very proud of himself. I know, right? Well, he is super proud of himself. You have no idea. He's like, hey. (laughs) I did it. I'm I'm this guy. (laughs) I did it. I'm going to rock this 15 minutes, bitches. (laughs) Half an hour. Right. You got a half an hour. (laughs) It then shows the male participant stand up, remove his pants, exposing his dick and ass before going back down to get his. 
Security has admitted that this isn't the first time they caught people having sex on the high roller. However, what isn't clear is why this is so widely reported and others have not. I'm sure there's a reason. But perhaps the most bizarre is the story explaining why this happened. It starts when the guy's fiance bailed him out of jail after two days. That's right, he was cheating on his fiance, slamming some other chick on the high roller, and his fiance bailed him out of jail, which cost them three grand. Then, via video chat, the couple did an interview with Las Vegas ABC affiliate while driving. Oh my God. And these fools were milking their 15 minutes of fame with story details that were clearly not relevant to what people actually wanted to know. Wait, okay, hang on. Time out real quick. When you say the couple, are we talking about the couple from the high roller or are we talking about the couple that was the girl that bailed her boyfriend out of Brilliant question. The fiance, uh, fiance, I don't know. Yeah, so not the girl he was screwing at the high roller. His fiance fiance that that bailed him out of jail. Exactly. So fucked up while while driving. I mean, because, hey, they're busy people, right? So much that the video of the web chat was edited down to four minutes, or well, I guess four and a half minutes, for time. Apparently, the man and his fiance came to Vegas to get married. Oh After God. two months <laughs> of courtship. Well, now, don't laugh at that. Hey, hey, hey. Hold we on. got engaged after two months. We didn't fucking get married. Yeah, we probably would have gotten married sooner than we did if it hadn't all been right, for other right. family members. But, yeah, okay. I so, mean, when you know, you know. I mean, come on. So, I, I, I have faith Well, and you know, oh, I'm sure this guy knew, except for his one. Karen, let's give out. I understand. I have faith in love, Tony. When you know, you know, right? And Jesus why, why wait? I mean, come on. So, I mean, what are they? And they're, 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 they've got to be, like, more mature. And they're, you know, Karen, it gets 30s. better. Oh, no, they're not. It gets better. They were planning to get married that day. However, at some point, the man learned that his fiance was pregnant. Oh, Jesus Christ. I had no <laughs> And, and, and believed it to be from another man for some reason that isn't clear. So, well, they've only been dating for two months. And so really you can't even tell for sure if you're pregnant until six weeks. And so depending on how far along she was, although you would think if she hadn't had her cycle in so. the first month oh, might have come no. on. so really distraught or something I'm just saying there's ways to tell the man headed to the strip gambled drank some margaritas decided to break dance with the local street performers where he met the girl he eventually talked into going on the high roller and bang it appears his fiance has forgiven him or at least wants to give the appearance to people that she has a good heart as that is exactly what she asked the interviewer if bailing a guy she has known for two months, got engaged with, and bailed out for cheating on her in Vegas that day that they were supposed to get married in a public attraction, showcased. Really? She asked if that showed she had a good heart. <laughs> I, I, I'm not bullshitting you. She literally said that to the interviewer. She was like, see, doesn't that show that I have a good heart? Oh. Which are, are means, you... uh, I hate to say it, which means she's probably definitely knocked up by the other guy yeah. or some other buddy. So I know, right? She's like, see? See how great I am despite being a whore and pregnant by another dude? <laughs> wow. And wait, and so the, wait, hold on. So I have to ask this, and I'm going to just move it. So they have video of him going down on this other girl. Yes. All right. Well, and so, let's be clear. That's actually the 
act that was occurring. There was not actual physical sexual encounter. It was him going down on her. Is that is that accurate? I thought based on at least the way I interpreted what you had written prior, Mark, is that he was going down on her, he stopped, and then readjusted himself so he got in to get his. From my understanding, they all they started to get their gear down and get into it, but nothing actually happened, and they told them to stop, and then they stopped, and then they're like, fuck this, let's go. And when they started to go, he went down on her, went to town, and, and when he was done, dropped his gear, and then went and went and they, they bawled. They, they, went, they went to there, there was There was full-blown intercourse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. That's. I think that's been left out of most of. Well, at least I read a shit ton of articles, articles on this. Who knows what the real details are? But that's what I could piece together from the multiple articles that I read. Well, you know what though? Kudos to you. I did not know that there was this particular aspect of the story. You know, the the video cam from their dashboard conversation. I, Tony, I didn't Tony, know people that was wonder why I get burnt out sometimes. Well, when a story comes out and you read nine articles on the exact same thing and learn two new details. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, that's no kudos to you for for scooping out this this, you know, and now the rest of the story it's sort of so disturbing. The rest of the story is so disturbing. Oh, let me throw another curveball here. And I and I I apologize and love you California people. They're not from California. They're from Houston. I know both of you thought they were from California. I know both of you did. Yeah, I kind of did. That's exactly what I thought when I read it. Nope, Houston. Would have assumed, but that's all right. You know what they say about people from Houston. I I got nothing more, guys. (laughs) Sorry, I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Not Hans Christian Anderson here. We're not bringing down the, 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 <laughs> no, the sorry. stories. Show's over, folks. In, Go home. In, fa- in fair, fairness, Tony, I was sitting here thinking in my head, all right, so am I more pissed off that he screwed a stranger or that he went down on a stranger <laughs> and then screwed her? If I were her... Like, listen, listen. I, I think I'd be I, more pissed off that he went down on I a stranger. Get you're in As, the, I get you're in the moment you have sex. With, oh, my God, I shouldn't have done this. But, like... You thought as, about something. In general, you committed to something. In general, as a woman, I love the fact that he went down on her first. I right. really do. He's I, a I'm good for her. He's an God asshole, clearly. But a gentleman. At, I, at I would some think, part. As, as the fiance who may or may not be pregnant by him, I, I think I would be more pissed off about the fact that he went down on a random stranger before he fucked her. If you were just gonna, I just need to like get your rocks off and whatever. Fine. But you went down on her. You're kind of making a point, right? Like, you're like, the kid believes fucking whore. I'm going to fuck somebody. But like, oh, no, I'm going to take care of this. And not just not just fuck her. Like, yeah, that, I think, that bothers me, I think, more than, that would bother me more than. I would encourage people, Sorry, if only this might to realize the <laughs> what, the tr- what a train wreck these two people are. Like, literally, this idiot, as they're asking him, how did this happen? He starts to ramble about, so we went to breakfast, and she got sick, and talked about being pregnant, and then I was like, all right, well, I'm going to go out, and I started seeing sevens everywhere, sevens everywhere. So I started, I was like, well, I'm going I'm to hit the blackjack table. Are you serious? I, I, I'm not exaggerating oh my God, in any way, shape, or form. Like, it, like, you start, uh, and you see, like, they're hard cuts. They're hard cuts from this interview. Like, let's get to the goddamn story. So you're like, you see what he rambles on and what they share with you, and you're like, what the fuck did you cut? Like, clearly, no one gives a fuck about your... We want to understand, why did you cheat on your fiancé? Well, I don't give a fuck about your gambling habits, and I don't give a fuck that you were breakdancing with some street fucking performers. Why did you fuck this random chick on the high roller? Well, Just he, jump to that story. Well, now you know why. He was upset that his, his 
fiance was pregnant. Apparently, breakdancing was, was a very erotic else. thing for him, and that's why he had it. It was like, well, listen, it doesn't make any sense if I don't talk about breakdancing because obviously I wouldn't have sex with somebody. <laughs> that's a key piece. Right. Listen. <laughs> I, I broke dance. That, that is the past sense of break dance. Listen, listen. I you know, it got, it got the blood dance. flowing and the heart pumping, so that automatically got all the blood flowing to the extremities, and listen, he was like, I listen. need to take care of this. What I did is un unacceptable if it was just like, well, she might have cheated on me and had sex with somebody else, and I had some margaritas or whatever, and then I had sex, wouldn't make any sense, but I broke dance. Let's move along. I have literally no clue what the... Bliss dance at the park even means. It's pretty cool. Despite its cult-like, creepy reputation while remaining environmentally friendly, Burning Man may be responsible for the coolest statues in the last 30 years. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Burning Man is environmentally friendly? They literally set everything on fire at the end of it. That's not, that's not How fair. is that environmentally friendly? Things burn, Karen. They burn in the environment. Well, they're not lighting mattresses and tires on fire. Uh, so it's not what they're burning exactly. is environmentally He's got friendly. it. He's got it. I disagree. This guy gets it. And Vegas has been the recipient of some of those works of art. The first resides at Container Park in the form of a metal praying mantis that spews fire from its antennas nightly. Next, it was announced that Tony Shea would be using the 50-foot-tall Big Rig Jig sculpture as the centerpiece of the Ferguson Motel project. Big Rig Jig, for those of you who don't know, is the one with two tanker semis. I don't know, getting into some kind of a... Uh, it's, it's impressive, but it's hard to explain. Just Google it. You'll figure it out. Now, it's been announced that MGM's The Park will feature the Bliss Dance Sculpture. It's a 40-foot-tall sculpture depicting a nude woman dancing. At night, she lights up thanks to 1,000 LED lights. Vital Vegas reports that in her previous home in San Francisco, the lights were controllable via an app that allows viewers to change colors from their smartphone. No word if that will be an option available when she is in the park. An interesting item of note, the sculpture is so realistic that at various times, pictures of it have been banned from Facebook for violating their nudity policy. Bliss Dance is expected to be on display when the project opens April 4th. What do you guys think of this? I think you did not pick the best picture of her lit up at night because I, I've seen some that were just amazing and stellar. Like this thing is really cool. It is really tough. Cool. It is tough. I, I highly encourage anybody. She was at not, not only Burning Man, but she's been at Treasure Island, apparently in San Francisco. That was an area. Uh, she's been on display there for a couple years, and there are many, many pictures. Please Google her, and and you'll get a proper representation of, of what she looked like. But I think this is fantastic, hands down, primarily because she's a nude woman. But it, hands down, one of the best sculptures that are, that are being added to Vegas. This is amazing. You know, oh, something else I forgot to put in the story. This is modeled after a real human woman. That does well, have live with performance like art, that. but I mean live performance art new in the San Francisco area, which is why she is ob obviously being displayed in Treasure Island, San Francisco. It, it's it's impressive. I think it's beautiful. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward excited. to seeing it. Yeah, and it's going to be at the park, so it's going to be down on this, off the strip. And it'll be there for 360 Vegas vacation. The, I'll tell you the one thing: there is a chance that some of the things we do on day three will be derailed and you're like hey we're gonna go to boulevard creamer like no we're going we're going down to the park and check out the naked chick 
Mark, tell me about Las Vegas Good News at Link. All right. Always looking for new ways to draw traffic into the Link Promenade. Comedian Jeff Sibilico has begun taping a weekly show from the Fountain Stage Thursday nights from 5 to 8 p.m. It will be broadcast in room at Caesars Entertainment Properties on the default channel as well as the Vegas ABC affiliate Channel 13 on weekends with plans to expand into other properties in the future. Sevillico described the show as Good Morning America meets The Tonight Show meets Price is Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Right? I know. Way to derail it. Like, okay, I can reco... What? (laughs) Like, I'm on board. Okay, I'm slipping. Okay, I've completely fallen (laughs) off this treadmill. All right. Each week, a 25-foot shipping container repurposed into a portable studio concert stage will be craned into location. The spectacle of the setup is intentional in hopes of drawing a crowd. Once the stage is set, the house band will perform while the rest of the setup is completed, also in an attempt to draw a crowd. Planned segments include news, celebrity interviews on the high roller, 60-second weddings. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? High roller, <laughs> right. right? Yeah. Hopefully Speaking not- of the ones that were only dating for two months and went to Vegas to get married. <laughs> yeah, hopefully that's Yeah. Uh, also, Cocktail of the Week and various audience participation games and prizes for money. To be clear, in case this show ends up sucking, it was reported that the show is produced by Vegas 360. That is not us. Should this become a huge success, please disregard the former clarification and feel free to mix us up with Vegas 360. <laughs> we are so glad you love this show, right. folks. You I knew. I Come knew. On over. Listen. Come on over. Enjoy this, the podcast. This too. is what happens when you allow us to do shit. <laughs> so uh, this. Oh, I I know exactly where this is going. This is a bunch of bullshit. The Caesar's survey of parking garages. Those of you claiming our proclamation regarding MGM's charging for parking being the beginning of it happening all over the Strip was exaggerated can suck on this. Vegas Bright is reporting that Caesars Entertainment has begun surveying people parking in their Flamingo and Link garages regarding the reason for their decision to park. Specifically, what is the purpose of your visit today? Are you a member of Total Rewards? And what is your tier status? Speculation is that they are determining if people are parking at Caesars properties in protest of MGM's stance, and if so, is that driving more people to stay at their properties as well, or just driving up occupancy in their garages? It is also believed they are simultaneously using the surveys to gather data for projected income opportunities should they adopt the same pay-to-park practice. Considering the questions, it appears they are at least entertaining the idea of offering free parking to Total Rewards members. The floor is to you, Tony. You know, I I hate to admit this, but there's a part of me that hopes, no doubt, completely illogically, and and it will not pan out this way. Imagine how cool it would be if MGM, or excuse me, if, if Caesars Entertainment said, you know what, MGM, you guys go ahead and charge for parking. All of your folks are parking in our garage and they're playing in our casinos. They'll come see your shows at your place, but when they walk back, they have to come through our casino right. to come get their car and we're going to take their money and we couldn't be more excited about having them. 
I'd like to believe that, but here's the problem. They did that when people started charging for resort fees, and they're like, oh, we don't charge people for any of that shit, and it wasn't financially viable, so at some point they're like, well, Jesus Christ, we just feel like idiots that everybody else is charging, and you guys are paying it. I hope you're right. I'm always going to be the, alter- the, the eternal optimist, but I, I, am, I am concerned for those that, uh, listen, I don't use a parking garage. I don't give a fuck. But I am concerned for, for those of you that do, for our California listeners, our Arizona listeners, those of you that do rent cars when you come in, whatever. I, I am concerned for you. As well you should be. This is, this is problematic from the word go. But what's fascinating is the next story, because it ties in beautifully, and that has to do with the future of Las Vegas Boulevard. While discussing ways to improve pedestrian safety and traffic flow, the ideas of closing the Las Vegas Boulevard to cars and transforming the strip into a pedestrian walkway was brought up to the Clark County Commission. Oh, good grief. It was concluded that the surrounding streets would not be able to handle the influx in traffic. However, the idea couldn't be put to bed. The argument became, if this was a real option for the future, why invest money in the pedestrian walkways and infrastructures currently proposed? The commission instead recommended four more pedestrian bridges to be added to the Las Vegas Strip. But here's the interesting thing, and this literally just happened but hours ago. It is now part of what is known as the 30-year plan. But in 30 years, this seems like a reasonable option for Las Vegas. At least that is currently. And obviously, th- listen, listen. Let's not take. Let's take this with a grain of salt because this is literally the commission. In the last few hours, have brought up the 30-year plan. Maybe this would work in 30 years. Now, within the next day, they may go. Well, okay, it's not really going to work. But the idea that it wouldn't die, and then they tried to kill it, and it still wouldn't die, and they're like, maybe in 30 years. What do you guys think of the idea of closing Las Vegas Boulevard? Go ahead, Karen. I've got a few thoughts. I, I want you to chime in with your with your initial impressions. Yeah, so the problem with this is it, I, I think this is stupid. You cannot cut cars off of the Las Vegas Strip from the simple standpoint of it's too fucking long. And there's no way, you have a hard enough time going to taxi stands at the different properties that then feed out into the Strip when you want to go someplace, because again, it's too far to walk, that if you completely cut cars off the Strip, the taxi stands are going to have to move. It's, I think it's a stupid idea. Now, do I think that there is, if they had been smart and had put the monorail down the center of the strip and closed it off to, to traffic. Before you finish that, part of this concept would be to include a light rail as well as an extension of the monorail. This is a 30-year plan they're talking about. So I, I think if you put some kind of monorail, light rail, something down the middle to get people back and forth, it might be a feasible idea. If you don't and you rely on the monorail that they have now, it's part of a stupid. giant plan they're talking about. I I, I see where you're coming from. However, the the cabs, if you think about it, mostly don't ever take the strip anyway because all of the pork shores are in the back or in the side. But you still, you can't, I mean, people are walking up and down the strip. They want to be up and down the strip and the cars go up and down the strip because they want to see it. 
You I actually don't. tapped on exactly what why I, I I would be against it. Cars drive up and down the There's strip so they can see the strip. Something magical about that drive, especially at night. So something magical about it. I, I think it's a stupid. It's idea. Something adult about that you have to pay attention and dodge cars so you don't die. I don't know, Tony. What do you think? <laughs> I love the idea. Do you? I love the idea that just uh, I've got. I, I'm gonna bifurcate my my response here first aspect is just think about walking down Fremont Street and the fact that you can you've got you've got the space that you have between the casinos so let's just say hypothetically you start at the plaza and you're working your way towards the D for you know again hypothetically speaking right you've got all that space to be able to dodge and weave. Now, granted, I'm willing to concede that the buskers and the, you know, the street performers and the bums and the, you know, the people selling the the, the big ball necklaces are going to proliferate potentially being on a closed off strip. But I love being able to bob and weave and walk around. Think about how incredibly frustrating it is to try to walk, at least as it relates to being on the east side of the strip. If you're staying at Planet Hollywood, Paris, Bally's, and you want to make your way up to the Venetian, you get to that weird wonky part at Harris where you kind of actually have to dip into the right and then you're circling back around to get back on the strip. Some people cheat and they actually walk in, uh, you know, on Las Vegas Boulevard so they don't have to make that big dip. I love everything about the idea of closing off the strip. If for no other reason than when I'm staying at MGM or New York, New York or even Luxor, and I want to hoof it all the way down to Venetian, I'm not relegated to those stinking little sidewalks that are being clogged up of human cholesterol because they're walking (laughs) four deep, and I can't make my way through because those fat asses are, you know, side by side, and I can't get around them. I hate the Mosiers. Nothing more in my life makes me want to take a blowtorch to a human being than the people that are just moseying down the strip and if I don't have to deal with them on the sidewalks and I've got the entire road to be able to walk through I'm willing to accept whatever sort of um, porn slappers and 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 uh, buskers and people dressed up as Mickey Mouse that might be in the middle of the road I love this idea couldn't couldn't agree with it more. And couldn't, this rant was brought to you by. I know, right? Genius <laughs> is what it was brought to you by. Wow. <laughs> the funny thing is, I completely agree with you with I the Mosiers and everybody else. And you, it's such a great argument. He's, he's, I mean, it, it opens up. Obviously, the concept here is: at what point does it not become the adult Disneyland? It's really what they're looking at. Well. And, and see, I have a little bit of a different opinion of that because I don't think it will ever truly become an adult Disneyland because you still have those stupid fucking people that bring their, you know, newborns and push them on strollers down the strip. Okay, but you do have to understand, you know that Vegas has almost tripled the number of people that, that come to them than come to Disney World per year. I, I get that. Yeah. Doesn't mean it doesn't the same way Tony gets aggravated with the... Uh, you have to speak into the microphone. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm pouring more wine. The same way he gets aggravated about the Moziers, which I do as well. Anybody that brings their kids to 
fucking Vegas is just like I, I just want to hurt them because then they end up plugging Tony to your point the sidewalks even more with their strollers and everything else whether you know trying to keep their kids out whether getting hammered and trying to have a good time let's move on to prop bets for those of you unfamiliar prop bets is an extension of the news but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items first up MGM Grand Resorts clarified this week that the park area leading up to the T-Mobile Arena will be a busker-free, a.k.a. street performance zone. I don't know how they can possibly enforce that. Oh, it's got to be pretty easy, right? Paid security? No, it's new. It's it's a First Amendment argument. Oh. It's the reason why they're, they're busking down on Fremont Street. Right. We've got the right to express ourselves. What's the difference whether we have a picket sign or we burn the flag or we, you know, hula hoop around a, you know, a barrel. What, it isn't just difference? Tony's sexy voice and homoerotic tendencies. It's this brilliant mind that, that why he's a, he's a recurring member on this show. Downtown Grand's latest CEO was excused of his duties after less than one year on the job. No word on who will fill next, although it has been reported the most bizarre decision made under this regime removing all the gaming tables off the floor was one of the first things correct in the wake of his dismissal. What? The, no, the funny thing about, no, you read it exactly right. He moved all the gaming tables, Karen, the blackjack, the craps tables, moved them over to what was the high limit gaming table. And they're like, no, this is the gaming table area. And we're like, so we just, this is just a giant slot floor is what it is. One of the first things. Oh, as soon as he was week, gone. Within a week of him leaving. Oh, and here's the funny oh, part. One of the first things corrected in the yeah. wake of his dismissal, not correct. Okay. Got it. One, one, uh, like he tried to, of course, spin this because what CEO doesn't admit that he's been fired? It's always that he's moved on. One of the first things he said is, like, on, I achieved whatever his plan was ahead of schedule. Like, on, you, you achieved sucking ass is what it is you achieved? Okay. Because literally within the week of his excusal, they were like, Jesus Christ, get the goddamn table games back out. <laughs> yeah, who thought putting them in the back corner was a good idea? We've all seen the movie Casino where Robert De Niro comes up and he's like, why would you put these in the back? Put these up front. You want the people to come in and you want to see them up front. And that tall, gangly motherfucker was like, well, I, um, um, I'm real sorry, sir. And he's like, I, I don't need you to be sorry. I just need you to get the slots right where they belong. Same thing <laughs> is true with table games. Put the table games where we can get to them. Let's let's be honest. There are two properties in Las Vegas proper, which is, to me, the Strip and the surrounding properties within a reasonable walking distance, and, and Fremont and those within a reasonable walking distance, that are slot parlors only. Those are on Fremont, those are Mermaids, and La Bayou, and they barely survive, and it is only because they are in Fremont. The concept of a place slightly off of Fremont that was having trouble drawing people, moving table games away is possibly, like, you know you know what it is? It kind of inspires me because I'm like, Jesus Christ, I could be a CEO because I would have said right off the bat, like, it's a fucking stupid idea. I, I completely agree. Whoever thought it it's, just slots on the floor. Yep. It's idiotic. The fountains of Bellagio have now added Bruno Mars Uptown Funk to their fountain show. Seriously? Okay, that that's, one I want to see. You know what? I thought the Beatles that's was awesome. I'm yeah. like, this one, I'm like, fuck yeah! <laughs> and that song's like five minutes long. I don't know. It's real. It's literally the same minute and a half song repeated over and over. 
In the face of all the press on the issues their planes have had in 2015, Allegiant Air announced that they are focusing on updating all their flights with planes to be all Airbus and non-crashable by 2020. <laughs> I, I assure you, they're still crashable. I, I, I know the word blow-upable gets thrown around a lot, but I really think it's unfair that Allegiant seems to get that. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, I, 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 in all honesty, can say this is the first time I've ever heard the word blow upable. It's a quote from The Simpsons. I love it. Next up, MGM announced that as part of their new charging for the parking initiative, they are outsourcing the operation of those parking garages. Unionized valets at Luxor Scalloper Circus Circus will remain in MGM's employ until MGM can figure out how to no longer do that. Non-union employees will be hired on with the new operators at current positions and perks. So so Mike wants to know if the new contractors, once they get hired, will sell pot like the old ones did. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That's a great question. It does say, though, that whatever <laughs> contract status they had with MGM, they would retain that with the new subcontractors. So, so if they were before, they probably will you now. Would, I, I think it stands to reason. I think it stands to reason. Only seems logical. In related news, Treasure Island owner Phil Ruffin confirmed that he will take a wait-and-see approach, but would begin charging for parking should MGM's attempt be successful. Mm -hmm. It's coming, folks. Just let it go. It's over. You we, pay we, to park every place else we, on the we, planet. You know what's funny is that I want to defend this, but you and I fought the good fight when it came to resort fees and got fucked. <laughs> and, and we tried to fight the good fight with the 6'5 Blackjack, and quickly were defeated. And now at this point, it's like, I'm going to let you get away with a lot of shit. Uh, I'm still still holding on for the class action lawsuit for the uh, resort fees. But uh, when you take my booze is when I'm going to be like, fuck you. I'm, I'm, I'm not coming. Well, yeah, anymore. that's different. Elvis Presley's star on the Las Vegas Walk of Stars was relocated from its spot in front of the Riviera to a place in front of Mon Ami Gabi at Paris. It's by Engelberg Humperdinck. Now, Sammy Davis Jr., Liberace, and all the stars located in front of the property will be relocated at the request of the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority, the new owners of the property. That's, that's interesting because it makes me th think two things. Number one, and I'm assuming nobody got bumped. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing there must have been plenty of space to put Elvis and Sammy and Liberace in front of, you know, the, the Mona, Mona Gabi area. But what's going on in front of the Riviera that the Las Vegas Convention and Visitors Authority wants to essentially blow up? Yeah, I thought that was really weird that it's like, why do you give a shit that these are there? Just leave them there. Who cares? I See, I look at it differently as far as the Riviera was a classic place that is no longer a casino. So why would you not want to move them to where all the foot traffic is. And yeah, no offense, I know they're expanding their convention center, but it's not going to have the foot traffic that those do. After completing the renovation of all 1,900 rooms at the Orleans, Anthony Curtis is reporting that Boyd Gaming, also owners of the Fremont, the California, and more, are investing an additional $100 million into their properties for upgrades, primarily for dining at most of their properties. Alder and Birch Cocktails and Fine Dining will be the first to open at the Orleans in March, and the California is the next property to receive a major overhaul in its casino and public areas. 
In related news, Vegas Bright is reporting that the Andiora Asian Kitchen is also well under construction at the Orleans. Vegas Bright is reporting that the Hard Rock has begun construction on a convention center. No word on how big it will be or how much it will cost to build, but it is expected to open in the fall of 2016. Oakland Raiders have signed a one-year lease with an additional two-year option with their current stadium in Oakland. Regardless, Las Vegas Sands claims they will move forward with the construction of the largest dome stadium in the U.S., although it was revealed they are proposing that two-thirds of the cost be covered by taxpayers, exactly the opposite of how professional sports venues are being funded in existing markets. Vital Vegas reported that, Jason Bourne, spoiler alert, the climax of the chase scene they've been filming on the Vegas Strip is crashing into the Riviera, meaning to look like it's still open. A link of which is available on YouTube, thanks to, of course, Vital Vegas. Vegas Bright is reporting that you'll soon be able to enjoy flower-sculpted gelato on the Strip. Amarino, Las Vegas, is setting up a new location in the Link Promenade this April, in the space formerly known to KOTO, or K-O-T-O. A small fire broke out in the baggage area at the McCarran Airport on Tuesday, February 9th, due to an electrical cord shortage on the floor. No one was hurt, and the fire was put out by a fire extinguisher before the fire department arrived. Vegas Eater is reporting that not only has Wahlberger's construction permit been approved for Valley's Grand Bazaar, but according to the public filing, it will be nearly twice the size it was originally reported and planned to be, nearly 10,000 square feet now. Projections are that they will be open by December of this year. However, history tells you to not hold your breath. Wynn is relocating its poker room to Encore, where it will now have a sportsbook window located inside, along with 35 65-inch TVs airing live sporting events. Starting May 26th, or commonly referred to as one day before this hot stud's birthday, it can be found near the Encore Players Club. Surrender Nightclub and the Encore Beach Club in an attempt to attract young club goers more interested in posing that they have cash than actually gaming within their intelligence. Despite moving on from the Rock of Ages show at the property, Venetian is still home to the bar that was created as a companion venue, namely the Bourbon Room. It was rumored that it will relocate to the Rio along with the show, but so far it's still up and running, minus a Facebook presence largely because they are also minus the DJ that ran it. Vegas Bright confirmed that the Rio rumor was false and <laughs> that they bar, the bar. <laughs> Don't be, listen, this is bullshit. Sorry. I write fucking 10 pages of goddamn I know, but it's funny because here, here's it the is funny. funny. We, I love sharing this with We the give you a show. lot of shit because honestly, I'm really good at reading stuff off the cuff. And when you just go to read three through, and I read this as, but uh, that they bar will only be around. And and I realize as I'm saying it or getting close to saying it, I'm like, that's not right. It, it, again, you're right. Ten pages of stuff that you have to get through. This makes sense if you miss one or two, but it's really fun. And in the we're show all fucking we're hammered, it. so okay. it doesn't help. <sighs> Vegas Bright confirmed that the Rio rumor was false, but that the bar will only be around until April or May giving Venetian enough time to come up with some kind of a replacement concept. Listen, before we move on, I, I just real, real quick want to say, 
if this is still around when 360 Vegas 3 is going on, if anybody wants to come along, if anybody's interested in checking this out, I'd love to have you, you know, keep me company. Seriously? I want to try out the bourbon room. I, I can't, I'm, it, it kind of breaks my heart to think that whenever they close down, that bourbon room is going to be done. Anything that is a room full of bourbon Wait, makes hold me. On. Hold on, hold on. Is it what? honestly a bourbon room or is it something? Because it's tied to Rock of Ages, which is like 80s metal, whatever. So is it really what you're thinking it is? Or do you have it envisioned in your mind of it's a bourbon room with nothing but oh, bourbon and it's well, awesome? I'm, I mean, come I'm on. I'm willing to concede that, Karen. You're right. Okay. It might be completely a shithole and I'm remarkably disappointed that it's not what I hoped it to be. I don't think it's going to be a, shit, a shithole because it's in the Venetian, but I don't think it's what you're expecting it to be. It's not It's not a room full of bourbon? I don't think so. Hmm. Well, in that case, I'm glad it's shutting down. <laughs> the new sports book at Cosmopolitan is now open and not only impressive, it also features signature Cosmopolitan recreational parlor games like foosball and sand shuffleboard. The new sports book is located at the front of the property near the strip facing windows and the chandelier bar. The new official trailer for the new season of the real world Las Vegas. Oh my God. Is this the third time they've been there? Third time. Yes. Holy <sighs> shit. You had an accurate factoid about Vegas. Ooh, nicely done. Well done. Because the real world is like the train wreck that you can't stop watching. And not that I've watched. I watched the first one. It's very easy to stop watching. Haven't watched the rest of them, but just the fact that I know it's been there now for the third time. Anyway, the trailer was released, and now apparently the real world includes doing extreme recreational activities beyond sex without protection while being innocently racist (laughs) and pathetically whorish. For those interested in sadomasochism, it will be called Go Big or Go Home, and I won't be watching it with you. (laughs) That was clearly designed for me to read, but Jesus Christ, it makes sense. It's awful. I did pretty good, didn't I? Oh, that was great. Okay. You did really good. Right. I intentionally threw in a shit ton of big words because I'm like, I can't wait to fuck it. I, this thing looks awful. Once, once I realized what it was, I'm like, all right, yeah. dive in. All right, got it. It looks awful. Okay, good. B-movies not produced by crappy deep cable networks live on. Death in the Desert starring Michael Madsen is now available direct to digital and is almost exactly the Ted Binion story with generic names. Proceed with caution, significant free time, and a life without regret. Oh, I should do this next one instead of Tony. I was like, uh, like at this point, oh, we've wait. completely gone no. off the rails, so it's just fucking... No, Tony play. probably should do well, this Well, there one. you go. Right. Yeah, it's, I couldn't be more excited to talk about Chippendales. Apparently, they're producing a new show called 53X that is supposed to cater to all sexes and sexual identities alike. It's about time, Vegas. So the plans are to open at the Chateau of Paris, but there's no word yet on how quickly it will close because let's be honest, it's gonna fail and we all know it will. As the description could not have been more vague and yet equally unappealing. No, I think it was fully unappealing was, and was... I can't wait for us to report on it having yeah, closed what the, up what the fuck six does weeks. 53X mean? It's the whole thing is terrible. I right. agree. We'll move on. An injured man pulled into the Cosmopolitan Ballet with two critically injured female passengers who died shortly upon arrival. 
This stemmed from an incident that started at the Planet Hollywood Miracle Mile Shops parking garage that spilled out into the street where another female victim was found. Police are hoping security videos will help find the shooter. Apparently, the original buffalo chicken wing isn't as appealing a concept as originally believed. It would have been because Vegas Eater is reporting that the Anchor Bar is closed, effective immediately at the Venetian Grand Canal shops nine months after they opened. That's kind of a bummer because I did want to actually try that. Heartbreaking. I'm, I'm a chicken wing guy. Yeah, so. Well, then let's move on to coming attractions. Attractions is the portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. Ace Freely with Lita Ford are performing at Brooklyn Bowl in the Link Promenade Sunday, March 6th. Show starts at 6 p.m. Tickets start at $35. What a so wait, about hold on. Tony. Hold on. Oh, Do you not ahead. know who Ace Freely like is? Like, we can't wait to jump no, on him every time. Never, never like, heard I intentionally set you... him up oh with, the original, with, with the first story. And every time we're like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> Do you want to ask him if he's heard of the band? My, I, my, literally, the, your timing could not have been more perfect. My wife came in, she dropped some laundry off, and I'm like, hey, have you ever heard of Ace Freely? And she's like, eh, sounds familiar. So we're oh, throwing the bullshit woman, card on different. here. We yeah, should no, know no, no, this. No, 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 no. no I, I would not have known this if I wasn't married to Mark and knew his dad and everything else. Ace Freely is uh, the lead guitarist, yeah. right, of Kiss. Jesus Christ! No. Yeah, that's move on. Move that's on. some uh, that's some music geek right I there. Adore this. No, it's no, not it music isn't. geek. Jesus no, it isn't. Christ, it, is it is one of the biggest knowledge. fucking bands on the goddamn planet. Anyway, no, we're moving on. Next up, Big Boy of Outcast fame announced that he will be the resident DJ at Surrender Nightclub at Encore in 2016. He will perform a total total of eight shows as the resident resident DJ. All on Saturdays, starting this past Saturday, February 6th. The rest of them will be on March 12th, April 16th, June 22nd. <gasps> Our anniversary. Oh, <laughs> it's so the gonna anniversary. Skip, Sorry. It's a big one, too. August 20th, October 1st. <laughs> That's what she said. November 12th. You get to 20 years, fucker, married to this asshole, and you'll understand why you need to celebrate. And hey, December 10th. I will 10th. be happy to be married to this fucker asshole. I look forward to a giant fucker asshole. But that's later on. We got feedback to give to, so we got to keep rolling through. Mm, bare naked ladies. Speaking of, Wait, yeah. I'm not I mean, done not that yet. I'm interested in them, but yeah. I'm not done yet. Ladies. I'm not done yet. I haven't gotten uh, really. You got a no, lot to say. Got, no, my God, I have a lot. To to shut it. up. <laughs> and December tenth, shows start at an undetermined time. Tickets start at twenty five dollars for ladies. Oh, and if you're a guy, you get screwed. You got to pay thirty five. But I love how. No offense. I love how he's a resident DJ for the year, and he's doing a shows. You know what I realized? If we just did three sixty Vegas vacation as often as we go to Vegas, you know, three four times a year, we would be resident performers in Vegas. <laughs> That's, oh exactly. my god, how cool would that be? We could actually report on us. That's right. <laughs> now you, Tony. 
Mmm, bare naked ladies are performing at the downtown Las Vegas Event Center Friday, July 22nd. Shows start at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $38 with VIP seating available for more money. That's, that's <laughs> beautifully described. You're right. For more money, you can have better seats. You know what's funny? I would, it, I would pay more money to go see bare naked ladies. If you complied to, to future accusations, you should have been like, Bare naked ladies are at. <laughs> I should have been like, uh, bare naked right. ladies. They're performing, but I don't know why. Right. No one wants to see that. Okay. The Righteous Brothers <laughs> are oh the my God. Okay. Hang on. Let me get my. Let me get my parents real quick. It's they're so they're weird, 68, right? 77 year olds, so, not, 70 years I old. I so totally let's bring them in. I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you. The Righteous Brothers are the newest resident performers at Harrah's. Their residency begins Thursday, March 24th, then every Wednesday through Saturday. Shows start at 6 p.m. because the gentlemen have to get to bed, okay? That's Uh, right. (laughs) 6 p.m. Wednesday through Friday, 7.30 p.m. on Saturdays. The residency is open-ended with tickets available through June 11th. And it's kind of fitting I get this next one because this was actually the first concert I ever went to go see. Oh my god! I didn't pay for it. Disturbing. I won it. It's a long I don't story. Get, why? Why, um, why the fuck would? You, how is that winning, Karen? I know, exactly. <laughs> really? I because we've waterboarded and people are like, "Oh, that's just torture." Right. And you're like, you're I like, want no. to see this show volunteer. So. <laughs> so? Yeah. There's a reason for it. Anyway, this literally was my first ever concert. Kenny G is performing at the Venetian on Friday, April 1st. Insert joke here. Show starts at 8 p.m. Tickets start at 46 bucks. I think think the April Fool's joke is you paying $46 to see Kenny G. (laughs) (laughs) Wrap it up, Tony. Hall & Oates are performing at the MGM Grand Friday, September 23rd. If you are hungry like the wolf, well, then show starts at 7 p.m. for you because tickets only start at $45. Oh, Tony, that is so the wrong band. What? No, it's the exact band. Jesus Christ. Hungry like the wolf? Oh, my God, that's Duran Duran. You're right. (laughs) Jesus, I was about to jump over the desk and beat you over the head. Seriously? Oh, that's fantastic. I had your back for half a second. She was like, that's totally like, oh, God damn it. (laughs) If you you were saying private eyes, if you had private eyes like that, that that, would have fit. Hungry like the wolf? I know. You know what? I got to say, and and I'm looking forward to when these artists just just set up shop. Because I would totally see Hall & Oates as like a resident performer. Like, that would be fun. Why? I, I, I can't wait until Holland Oates actually is one of the street performers down on Fremont oh, Street. I mean, this guy gets it. This guy gets it. They're a year it. and a half away. You're a <laughs> don't, visionary. Don't pay forty-five dollars, you idiots. This is a visionary oh, right here. Yikes. Move on. Well, don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists, whether they're actually performing or not. Tony's going to reference all of them on the coming attractions coming attractions calendar on the blog but let's just move on to playing vegas please Playing Vegas is a portion of the show where we share with you touring acts and artists performing next week in Vegas, specifically Thursday, 
Lamb of God and Anthrax are performing at the Brooklyn Bowl at the Link Promenade. Show starts at 7 p.m. Tickets start at $35. And on Friday, Christopher Cross is performing at the Golden Nugget. Show start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $47. And David Allen Greer and Tommy Davison are performing at Treasure Island. Show start at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $44. And Saturday, Black Sabbath is performing at the Mandalay Bay Event Center. Show starts at 7.30 p.m. Tickets start at $50. And Britney Spears is at the Access Theater at Planet Hollywood. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $60. Let's check the river. So, listener feedback, we're going to focus on iTunes reviews. Yeah, I, I have to apologize for the delay in seeing these. They, they re- honestly, honestly, they mean a lot to us, but it's just something that I frequently forget about doing, especially because they, come, they become so infrequent. I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, you guys, you know, whenever you get around to it. But it's something that, you know, you check periodically and there's nothing there, and then you, you know, you, you just forget about them. So... Uh, we're always thrilled when we get them, but I think it's important in this case that, that we share them in a, in a very specific order. <laughs> Tony, please kick us off with iTunes reviews. All right, so this one comes from someone by the name of Loyal uh, Sabazi Fan, C Z A B E. All right, and he, he gave this on January 24th, 2016, so, you know, barely about a month ago. Yeah. His title to his review was, the show has gone from bad to super gay. Right, right. And he we, gives it we, one. We were bad, but super. Appa- Thanks for asking. Yeah, but, it, but it's like we were a bad show, but apparently worse than bad is gay. Apparently. So right. to be clarified before we start, clearly excessively homophobic. Yeah. So we were bad. Oh, 100%. Dude, All right, first. so. What he says is Wait, what did what did he give what did he give the podcast? What was the rating? One star. One out of five. One okay. star. It's just that bad. All right. He says, with the addition of the new host who has a beard for a wife, this show has become unlistenable. There is so much homosexual talk that the show is just too weird. Lots of Anal innuendo jokes uh, makes this this piece of shit show worth never giving even a listen. And the regular host, Mark, is a complete narcissist and a tool. I was unaware there was such a thing as a self-loathing narcissist <laughs> that is medicated for said self-loathing. Wait, Could you imagine what you would be like if you weren't piece? self-medicated? I well, mean, in a very he, real sense. He doesn't say self-loathing, but he says oh. I'm a narcissist. Oh, yeah, no. And I hate to say it, he's calling Tony out on this. And this is where I'm going to get uh, well, first started defensive. So this guy is saying, no, Tony's gay and his wife is a beard and they really need to come clean. It's just Who the fuck is he after on, listening to yes, how many episodes okay. to say, no, nope, 
you two, God love you, and this means the world to me, and, and it means uh, sincerely, from, from the depths of my heart, this means the world to me. You guys are more offended from the first sentence of this individual's <laughs> review than you are about any of the rest of the negative parts of his or what will become, you know, the, the third review, which is fantastic because when I saw these iTunes reviews, I initially literally laughed out loud when I read the review about, you know, the new co-host and, and, and my beard of a wife, but immediately took offense to the comment about Mark and then what will subsequently be the, the third comment that, we, that we're going to talk about in just a few minutes. Here's the deal, guys. I mean this sincerely. I'm 38 years old. I have joked on this podcast both with you guys in person as well as through this show, I'm the gayest straight man you're ever going to meet. I, and I, I, get there I are completely tendencies. agree with that statement. Yeah. I completely agree with there, that statement. There are but I also know that I that I embody. But here's the best part about all of this: my wife and I have gay friends, and 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 our gay friends go, wait, wait, wait. straight people think. You're gay, Tony, and I'm like, yeah, all the time. They go, they go, wait, 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 time out. Let's 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 evaluate this real quick. Tony, you don't go to the gym. You're overweight. You dress like shit. What part of our community would ever embrace? So, wait, so hold on. Who you are the straights. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm I'm gonna summarize this. So straights are like, oh, you're so them. The gays are like, you are not us. Right. So hundred percent. Tony, poor Tony's in limbo. Right, right. I I Tony. really am Pat. Like I am just this ambiguously gay duo, right? No, Tony. I right. I no. Uh uh-uh. uh. I will take you in whatever camp you want to be in any way, shape, or form. The, yeah. It, it, listen, listen. And I I am honestly. So I appreciate what he said at the beginning. The fact of how offended we were that he was attacked on this. Because I am. I was more offended it, at the narcissist thing, but. <laughs> okay, you might have been, but that's you. Because I'm a narcissist, I, clearly. Obviously. <laughs> so the next one is on December 13th. It was given to us by the Green Korean. Oh, my God. I love that name. <laughs> he titled it All the Vegas, None of the Hangover, five out of five stars. This show has it all. If you're a fan of Vegas, it is a must listen. The news is comprehensive, and the hosts love Vegas. This is a show for Vegas lovers by Vegas lovers. Chris Kim. Well, thank you, sir. So I get the next review. <laughs> it is titled Unlistenable by Adel Bloom on November 21st of 2015. He gave us one out of five stars. He says, I have rarely listened to a podcast on faster speed, but this one is too annoying to listen to on regular speed. I have to get it over with quickly. As others have mentioned, Mark's laugh is annoying and grating. What's worse is he said, especially. Especially. E-X. Yeah. Especially. Especially. Plus, the couple seems to hate each other and is uncomfortable listening to them argue and ultimately talk about their sex life. I will be unsubscribing. Good. You know what I love about this? And, it, and it's unintentional. And wait, two out of two listeners found that review helpful. Oh, gee. 
Yep. Well, but here's what I love about... Two out of two listeners have never listened to the show before. Here's, here's what I love about this and 360 Vegas Vacation is it's kind of a friend filter. Because it's like we have found some of the best friends we've ever found in our entire life with 360 Vegas Vacations. Yeah. Because you're like, these are people who are like, oh, my God, we get it. Yeah. We get your relationship. We get your sense of humor. The fact that we seem to hate each other. <laughs> I've, I've waited. I've literally waited for almost five years for this re review. <laughs> I, that I find fascinating. Your folks have found our arguing uncomfortable. They were very uncomfortable By with our, how our, you our, and I interact. Yes, our dynamic. My family was very passive-aggressive going up. One of the things I love about Mark is he's not. He and I are very straightforward, aggressive in how we deal with each other. That made my parents very uncomfortable. But one of the things I appreciate about Mark is he knows what will really piss me off, and he doesn't push those buttons. Most couples, I think know what their buttons are when they're mad or fighting or whatever you'll push a button we avoid our buttons it, if he feels like we're hating each other or we're arguing we just really don't like each other then he doesn't get how oh, we you're, interact yeah, you're really fight. missing it yeah so and that's fine that I don't fine. think no. most couples do that I, I think I you and I are you. very different we have met I think Jen couples. and Tony are the same way because they'll call I them would, out. I would say Rob and Kathy are exactly the same way it's like you just get each other. You get it. You learn the buttons, and you stay the fuck away from them, and you argue every point that is arguable. Because as soon as you bring up a button, it's done. Uh, the, the conversation's it's, done. We're not talking being any farther. It's an elevated debate, and, it's, and, and now And even now if you're you, drunk. Honest to God, there are up. certain topics oh, yeah. that we just know you don't cover. And if you bring them up when drunk, what about this? Okay, no, I'm done. Because yeah. you're trying to, you know, top me or whatever. Be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've, I've won this. Fuck you, I won this. Okay, if you're doing that, I'm not having this no, conversation right. anymore. Right. And right. that's not how we do things. To me, I love when people do this. Because, like I said, it's an inadvertent friend filter. If you don't get me, if you don't get my relationship, if you're so fucking ignorant that somebody like Tony could say, what? Well, listen, I'm the gayest straight man you've ever heard, and you can't just accept like, no, that. No, he's a gay man with a beard. Yeah, you can't really? go through that shit like going, I don't want to be friends with you. And to be honest with you, I would prefer and encourage, and if I could block you from listening to my show, I would, because you're everything I hate in this world. <laughs> so, Tony, was that what you right. thought we were going to say? I guess the uh, this is my opportunity now. You guys have very graciously, albeit unnecessarily, jumped to my defense. Let Give me the opportunity to unnecessarily jump to your defense. The folks that have come to the different 360 Vegas events get it. The people that, it, that appreciate our sense of humor that listen to the podcast but may not have been able to make it to a 360 Vegas vacation event get it. The problem is, at the end of the day, though, the folks that listen to any of our podcasts, whether it's your podcast or my podcast or 500 or you can bet on that, I, I don't care whose podcast you're listening to, you're getting a one-hour snippet into our lives. And so, you know, how dare you judge someone's marriage based on one hour of what you're hearing 
in a podcast where individuals are sitting down in front of microphones and talking about something that you're supposed to be interested in. And I mean that from the standpoint that Jen and I were at an event one time, no joke, sitting across from us, and God love her, she was drunk out of her mind, so she didn't appreciate how loud or how obvious she was with what she said. She turned to her husband, she goes, God, maybe they actually do like each other. And like immediately a light bulb went off over my wife and my head going, the way we talk to each other in private might need to be different than the way we talk to each other in public because the persona that we've clearly given to these individuals is we must hate each other because we bicker with one another. The reason Jen and I love you two is because you two are us. I'm offended for you guys that you two have a wonderful, loving marriage and relationship that after 20 years... 20 years, I, We're not there yet. We're close. Coming in June, 20 years. Ben. I can only hope we are one, literally one quarter, as we're coming up to our, fi- our five year, you guys are coming up to your 20 year. We can only hope we still have the same love and physical attraction and and everything that comes with what your marriage is, I am offended for you. Listen, that's going to do it for episode 190. Thank you all for listening, downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. Of course, you can support the show via PayPal donations. You can buy stuff from our merchandise stores such as Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas, or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Yeah.